0: and welcome to Thoughts, Feels, and Conversation. I am Itunelene And I am Bwipilowakai And we are back with a brand new episode. But before we get into the meat of this episode, we are going to do something that we do in every single episode, which is our check-in, mm-hmm. where we share what's been on our hearts and been on our minds
1: in the last
0: little while
1: <laughs> do you want to start i will start as a side note when you said when i get into the meat of the episode i thought all oh, the starch if you're vegetarian because oh the starch. <laughs> that, <laughs> if you know me you know that you know that's important um that is look what is happening in the world of wukula Many things you and I had a conversation during mm-hmm. the week, and I also think this is probably something that I spoke about in the previous check, and I don't particularly remember. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about being tired and how hectic the year feels like it has started off, and stuff like that.
0: The, and... the canal year and fatigue <laughs> in March,
1: it's not even. I realized today I was having a conversation with someone, I'm like typically I get um like I get the fatigue year winter like I get the winter blues mm-hmm. when, it, when the season changes to winter I t- literally get the winter blues I, I I'm literally down in the dumps because of fatigue year change of season now it's not even winter like <laughs> summer just finished and I'm feeling all the things but I was saying to you earlier in the week about um living in this tension of the lessons that we've learned in the pandemic the things mm-hmm. that God has taught us the new convictions that we've developed over the time you know the things that we've started to see differently as a result of slowing down and all the things that have happened in the past two years and then now having to return to like a post-pandemic normalcy right which tends to mm-hmm. mimic what life was like before the pandemic so it feels like we're trying to return to what like the life of old but we have new lessons we have learned new things and there are things that Mm. we've learned or let me speak about myself maybe the things that I've learned in the pandemic like about how I was operating during life before the pandemic that I'm like I can't go back there and now I'm stuck in the Mm. tension of I know what I know I've learned what I've learned I'm convicted about what I'm convicted about but yet life is moving back in that trajectory and mm-hmm. I'm, like, suffering. <laughs> <It's the laughs> tension. I'm suffering between what the heck. Do you know what I mean? Because if it was just, like, as simple as, oh, my world, I get to be protective of the boundaries yeah. of my world, it would be so much mm-hmm. easier. But in general, you know what I mean? So, like, systems and structures that um, I'm a part of, like employment, things like that. Like, there's so much that is happening outside of myself that requires you know, mm. that is leaning towards like a sense of normalcy, like a pre-COVID normalcy. And I'm like, while it's not all bad, like I'm not saying everything before the pandemic was doom and gloom, but I'm like, there's a lot that I've learned in the season. <laughs> about Because honestly, we we were able to reflect, you know, we're able to reflect on how we lived yeah. and how certain things were not necessarily healthy and how we want to be healthy going forward. And now it just feels like the default is returning to that. And I'm struggling given that, I had so much time to reflect yeah given that the reflection has happened and I feel so deeply convicted about the things that I'm convicted about but what can you do (laughs) what can you do so like how like do
0: you have a plan going forward on how I don't I
1: think I had the epiphany this week that this is what the bulk of my struggle is because I've been feeling so tired and even I feel Mm. more tired about less things if that makes sense so I feel (laughs) tired and I'm I'm not necessarily saying that I'm not doing much because I feel like I do have my hands in various pies and I need to Mm. minimize and that's a responsibility I'm taking upon myself but also like I had the epiphany this week I'm like this is what it is it's the tension of this is what we've over the two years you know I've meditated upon this I've I've heard God speak to me about this I've thought about this I've prayed you know what I mean like there are things that I've become complicated Mm -hmm. about particularly about rest and I mean we speak about rest on this podcast quite often we speak about the Sabbath you know we speak about all sorts of things like that but there are many things that I know during the pandemic time I said to the Lord I don't want to go back to a life like this and so now I've been feeling yeah. tired and all of this stuff. And I, I didn't realize that this is what it was. So this week I had this, oh my gosh, it's the tension. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. the source of the tired, it's the tension. So what am I going to do going forward? I, I'm trying to minimize, you know, I've spoken to mm-hmm. you about my obligations. I'm trying mm. to minimize um, what I'm, I really don't know. I'm literally like, God help me. I also recognize that this is an opportunity for me to speak up in areas where I can, and I'm able to, um, to offer mm-hmm. a different perspective to, you know, but I don't know. That's good. That's good. At the crux of everything, I don't know, basically.
0: I guess the first step is awareness, yeah. so now you're aware of what it is
1: that is issue is. You. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I can't I said to you last year that I don't want to end up at the same level of depletion. Mm. And it's mm-hmm. literally the, it's March. <laughs> it's March. I don't know 10 days look on March. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck? That is true. And I've been thinking, also I'm thinking a lot. Obviously I'm like, Oh, 20, 30 this year. What do I want to do for my 30th? I have zero ideas and zero ideas for me is a sign of tired right Mm. zero like excitement and ideas for creativity and stuff like that is an is a thing of tired but also I'm thinking I want my 30th year to be like one of the like I want to look back on 2022 and be like ah so now I feel like I have a newfound like um inspiration to sort of to make the necessary decisions you know to put Mm -hmm. the -hmm. necessary boundaries in place to do the things to ensure that this is a year that I look back upon with like good memory like i look back and i must be like what a year man and i just have to take responsibility and make it happen for myself so true that's me in a long Thank nutshell <laughs> i know i feel it's like a lot. i feel like every time i start the podcast this year it's just been like a dreary somber <laughs> you know but we can i'm just coming as i am <laughs> to real life yeah i'm I'm, I'm like, coming as I am, and I think this is it's the kind of platform we've allowed TFC to be. you know, I'm mm, not manufacturing true. joy. We're just being <laughs> keeping a one hundred. But tell us about you, Misskovi. What's going on there? Uh, what's going
0: on in my life? Uh, a lot. I'm also like really, really exhausted. Yeah. Um, like i'm I'm very, very tired, but um something that happened this week (laughs) is I joined a dating app oh (laughs) okay (laughs) before everybody freaks out it's just for fun that I'm doing with a friend why would anybody freak out Uh, I don't know because I would freak out I think if I was listening to myself (laughs) but um yeah so this past week uh, a friend of ours launched a YouTube channel mm-hmm. it is just a, a young plug in Kim Caesar on YouTube go let's go watch the video it's really fun and the, the video is about um, singleness and uh, so she put out a challenge for us to join a dating app mm-hmm. and for a month mm-hmm. and just to see how it goes and I can firmly say I'm hating every minute <laughs> so you think I am swiping. I am swiping. Are you conversing? Um, Do you have matches? It's actually really difficult. Like I must say, it's very difficult really? to um the, the the small talk is very mm-hmm. difficult. Yes. I'm realizing that um small talk is not a gift of mine. Mm-hmm. And which we um, this we know. This we know, and you know, but this I thought it was <laughs> but it's not um it's not as bad as I expected it to be also oh, really? it's only been the first week
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: only been the first week and I'm come to do it for a month we're mm-hmm. doing it for a month and then we're going to have a follow-up video to, to give our experience so really I'm committed to doing it for a month but mm-hmm. it's a lot like I want not I wouldn't lie it's a lot it, a week not even it's like a few days (laughs) Uh Um, but um yeah that's that is um is what is happening in my life I think (laughs) it's taking taking up a lot of um taking up a lot of brain space Mm -hmm. mental space Mm -hmm. um because I have to psych myself up Mm -hmm. for every time I go on Mm -hmm. and um yeah do you it's get like, excited to you get a match team. not really <laughs> 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 because also with the bumble um it's the the woman makes the first move
1: Mm-mm-mm.
0: so when there's a match i need to initiate a conversation um so have
1: you initiated conversations
0: Oh, I've initiated a lot. Good. Like I'm yes, very welcome. Uh, this is one fact it about never me, me. I <laughs> when I commit something, I really go all out. So I I've I really, you. really have put myself out there on <laughs> for this. And I'm excited for us to do the follow-up video so I can talk about my experience after a month. But I really like I'm in a number of conversations and um that's, That's why I think it's taking exciting. up so much mental space Because it, it's something new It's something And it's I also something that you're do. properly committed to Yeah then it's something that I've committed to And it's a lot <laughs> it's Well a lot.
1: done I'm proud of you, Miss Committed You are, I can vouch for the fact that When you sign up And you're committed to something You are inside, inside So you've inside i can that's what's
0: happening in my life other than the exhaustion and i was gonna
1: say that's a little bit of like a brighter you know um it it brings color to the tiredness (laughs) so we love that that's exciting keep us posted on this TFC platform we want to know
0: no, this was just to wait your appetite that <laughs> you must go watch the follow-up. That's true. We're <laughs> not going to talk about it again.
1: In a month, unless, we must unless go Unless there are the interesting follow-up. developments. You never know. Maybe there's something yes. that burns in yes. your heart in the process of you're is. like, guys, oh my gosh. <laughs> you know? So That is
0: true.
1: That is true. Who knows? But, but yeah, that's exciting. what Exciting. Okay.
0: Exciting times. But... Wait relatively excited <laughs> <laughs> but to get into the meat or the starch of this episode yes, yes. Um, because it is a Lent season mm. we thought it would be it would be cool to share our own thoughts and feels about Lent yes. and um, for those that may not know what Lent is or what it's about it's basically um, Lent season mm. is a season of reflection and preparation before Mm -hmm. the celebration of Easter Mm -hmm. so it starts on Ash Wednesday which is 40 days before Easter Mm -hmm. and it was this past Wednesday the second of March that was Ash Wednesday that's when Mm -hmm. Lent started and Lent is marked by fasting Mm-hmm. Which is seen as like a replica of um, Jesus' sacrifice and his withdrawal um, into the desert for forty days. So, mm-hmm. if you want to read scripture about it, um, you can find it in Matthew four, mm-hmm. verse one to I think eleven. <laughs> um, it's the beginning of Matthew four, um, where we read about Jesus fasting, and um, and yeah, that's where Lent came about, and um, so, Wipolo, do you do you practice Lent? Are you have you started Lent? Have you given up
1: anything for Lent? So maybe what are you me... and feels about Lent? <laughs> not all the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Take a pick. Yes, see, giving me all the options, and you know I'm an indecisive girl. But um, I think maybe let me start by saying that growing up Lent is always something that I um associated specifically with the Catholic Church I don't know what it is Mm -hmm. about my my sort of I guess my spiritual formation as I was growing up that but I think it's what I was taught to be quite honest Mm
0: -hmm. because
1: being Mm -hmm. growing up charismatic and in the Pentecostal Church Lent is never something that was um prescribed or spoken about you know it was more so you do the fast at the beginning of the year kind of thing the all night prayers the fasting and stuff like that but the 40 days of lent is not something that um has been prescribed in in um, the charismatic evangelical pentecostal whatever the correct word may be in that space um so Mm -hmm. in which is something that we've spoken about over 2020 and 2021, you know, is, is reclaiming our theology. So I think in the process of reclaiming my mm. theology, I've started to sort of look more into the idea of Lent and what is Lent, you know? And and I've, I've had to do like my own sort of reading and understanding and stuff like that, because also I was in a Catholic school, back in primary school, for like maybe... Mm. Okay. four years. So I'm familiar with it in that sense. And I've also, you know, I, I, I know people who are Catholic and I've, I've heard, um, it's, it, it's quite a popular phenomenon, but it's never been something that Mm -hmm. I was taught to practice myself. So I think now I'm sort Mm -hmm. of, um, learning and understanding because also a big part of my theological orientation was very okay black and white you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. correct this is what i practice this is what i don't practice um and now i think i am less black and white and more i want to seek understanding because also my black and white was this is what i've been taught is right and this is what i've been taught is wrong and sort of just run with it and so whereas now yeah, now as a thinking practitioner, as a you know, as a thinking believer, as as I think an active theologian, if I can call myself that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, guys, also here, me and Itu, Itu is confident, confident girls, and I'm like shy, shy girls. So sometimes <laughs> I need to remember who I'm talking to. I forget. <laughs> she can be all of the hype woman, and then I just want to hide under a rock. But anyway, so in, in this, you know, process of reclaiming my theology and, and become, you know, being a thinking practitioner, all that stuff. Um, Lent is something that I am curious about. It is something that I'm asking questions of. One of the practices or the things that I've grown to love over this process of reclaiming my theology is the Advent season. And I know we've Mm -hmm. done like an Advent devotional together. We've spoken about it. I've done Advent devotionals for the past two years. You know, it's something that before the past two years, I was very unfamiliar with. And then over Mm -hmm. the past two years, it has been a season that has blessed my life in like the most significant way. And so I'm I'm on a similar journey with Lind. With Lint, yeah. Where I'm I'm reading up and I'm understanding. I'm sort of, you know, I'm 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 curious and I'm asking and I'm learning and I'm understanding and I'm sort of developing um, my own theology, my own belief with regards to Lent. So as it stands, um, it is something that I'm open to, you know, the 40 days I've done quite a bit of reading and I'm still in the process. I don't even have the answer, you know, um, but what, what what you mentioned it about it being something that sort of symbolizes the 40 days of Jesus's fasting in the wilderness, but also preparing us for, for Easter. And Easter is characterized by both the death of Jesus, but also his resurrection right um so mm. it, it speaks about preparing us i read something that says let me just see if i can quickly find it um if you don't know this about us we are google girls <laughs> and <we're laughs> girls, you know it says lent is a time of penitence and preparing for the death of christ because of, also often when we talk about easter we tend to focus on the resurrection right but there is a death you know and there is sorrow and there is you know that pain so in this time of Pitten, it's preparing for the death of Christ, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like this is definitely something that I think we need. I as a, I think as 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 the church capital, let us see we we can be better at, um, at at sort mm-hmm. of embodying the sorrow in the faith rather than always wanting to glorify everything. So these these practices that cause us to mm-hmm. sort of wait and learn to lament, Mm. and learn to understand the pain, and come Mm. to terms with the pain, rather than rushing past it, um, Mm. I found to be very helpful. So this is definitely something that, yeah, Lent is is something that I'm on a journey. I'm learning, I'm curious, um, and I'm I'm, I'm very open. This year, I haven't necessarily, I was saying to you a few minutes ago as well, that I, in thinking about it, growing my perspective, and sort of opening myself up to it, I'm, I'm thinking, because also we've been taught that it's giving something up, but I've done a lot of reading where they're like, you either give something up or you take up a practice. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, what do I, I'm still asking the questions of myself. Like, what do I give up? What do I take up? And I don't want it to be like, me like meh, insignificant you know i really deeply want to think about it so yeah. i haven't made my mind up yet for this year i know we're in the middle of the 40 days guys but you know <laughs> there's grace <laughs> so i'm i'm sort it of great. i'm I'm asking those questions of myself of the holy spirit and i'm curious searching seeking looking i'm not sure i don't know what it's going to be yet this year what about you miss all the questions i
0: love it i love that right um, like i you. think I think for me, um, similar to you, that I don't have a lot of experience or history with Lent. Um, I I think I've mentioned this before that I didn't grow up in the church. I got saved and started attending church um, when I was pretty old. I was twenty-one, um, so I don't have the you know the childhood history of the church, and mm. um, a lot of the the things that I know I've you know, had to go seek (laughs) and and teach myself. Um, So with Lent and having attended an evangelical church my entire life, um, as you mentioned, you know, Lent isn't really observed that much. Mm. So I only started um, reading and knowing about Lent when I started. It, it, It was actually from like uh theologians that i started reading you know mm. books that i read i started reading and um people that i started following that's when i was like, okay lent is, is a thing that is open and i also thought it was just for catholic mm. in the catholic church mm-hmm. and um i started reading about it but i did have reservations because um because of the fasting like i think that in the past like I've had um a misunderstanding maybe a misinterpretation of fasting Mm. um because so so often like I would hear that people are fasting for certain things Mm. you know like fasting Mm. for a a tangible thing Mm. and I always like that always um (laughs) I don't know what word to use but it you know, I was never a fan of such mm-hmm. because it didn't coincide with what I understood of fasting, mm-hmm. and um, and because of that, I I, I tended to um, stay away from a lot of teachings on fasting. Mm-hmm. So I think I didn't um, when I discovered Lent, I didn't give it as much attention because of the fasting aspect okay. of it. I don't know if that I make makes sense. sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that makes, makes sense. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so in um, in this process of reclaiming our theology and also um, redefining things that I or deconstructing and reconstructing mm-hmm. things that we've been taught, um, fasting is definitely one of the things that I've had to reclaim, mm. and and also because I am definitely like. <laughs> You know how much like I really dislike capitalism?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I have the same dislike for
1: prosperity gospel. Mm-hmm. And
0: mm-hmm. um and what
1: about purity so, culture while we're on this subject. Oh of purity culture. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> I just thought I would trigger you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> you
0: have triggered me.
1: <laughs> please, <laughs> please, please.
0: Not today. <laughs> When, when uh, that, oh, okay, let me not start an, on that. Another day. <laughs> another day. Another day. It's been requested quite a number of times, so we we have to do it. Yeah. Yo, also, you
1: guys um, asking us to talk about purity culture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're te- we we can not sleep at night when we think about the prospect we, of really Yeah. Anyway, Ugh. sorry, I interrupted. A big you. one.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah, but so like everything that I had known about fasting mm-hmm. um, reminded me of the prosperity gospel. So I really Absolutely. did. Um, I really, I was like, I was not a fan of the doctrine of fasting. I was like, nope. So, um, so as I said, it it it's been on my list of things that I need to <laughs> I need to construct. I feel like I've deconstructed it, mm-hmm. and it's in the process of being constructed. Must be diligent um, about going back so, to
1: reconstruct. That's so good. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Also, you just left in ruins. That's because so good. You, yeah, you can This can't... is a word. <laughs> <laughs> no you have to go back and reconst- reconstruct and there are some things that need to be left for ruin and you know i'm for mm. that but mm. not everything needs to be left for ruin mm. um so this is one of the things that i really feel passionate about reconstructing and um and i love that it's lent season now so there's a lot more there are people sharing a lot more material mm-hmm. and as you said we are google girls i will research a thing you know yes. and um, so it's been a joy to research um, Lent and fasting and and sacrifice and the lament that mm-hmm. is part of that. I think that um, that with the with the with the prosperity gospel, I've almost seen it as um, as you said, like manufactured joy within mm-hmm. the sacrifice. You know mm-hmm, that it's mm-hmm. it's a joy. Sacrifice is a hard thing, yeah. and I think I never. I never honored the fact that it's actually hard and mm-hmm. it's okay for it to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, am enjoying that aspect of, of it and also, um, reading about the 40 days of Jesus and being just reminded of, of Jesus humanity Yeah, and just so sitting yeah. there, but you know, sitting there and remembering the humanity mm-hmm. of Jesus and, um, yeah that that's that's what my journey of Lent has been um I wouldn't say I've started this Lent season like with 40 Mm. days I um and also I'm very um I think my reclaiming of my theology has allowed me to be more um I don't know if this is the right word but more fluid in my mm-hmm. practices as well yeah so whether i start on ash wednesday or i start today you know it doesn't it's it's not much of a big deal to me so mm-hmm. um it is it's on my heart it's in my mind
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it you know i'm meditating on,
1: mm-hmm. on also it we are learning yeah like it, it is yeah. something that that we are learning and i'm finding with myself that i hadn't thought about it ahead of the time on friday someone was asking me about it as well um Mm. have i given up anything have i taken up anything and i realized that i didn't like in january start thinking oh my gosh um is around the corner it's not something that readily Mm. occurs to me because it's not again Mm. a practice that i've been like familiar with so then i felt like oh then i was like oh march lent is starting on the 2nd of march and i'm like oh crap Mm. (laughs) you know Mm. so i feel like it's occurring to me as it happens and i need to like you're saying be be okay with sort of learning and understanding and i also another thing that i don't want is to just adhere to something for the sake of adhering to it you know um Mm. I don't want it to be just another thing that we do because, oh, you're Christian. This is mandated. I really want to go on the journey. Um, I really want to be convicted. I really want to, and I'm not saying that as a practice, it, it it's not, you know, worthy of, of one's allegiance mm. to it or something like that, but I'm just saying, I want to, I want, I want it to be deeply formed in my heart, you know, it, yeah. it's the same way that I've journeyed with Advent. And as you are talking actually as well, you're talking about how, um, we get to linger and and sort of ponder on the humanity of jesus and i was thinking about how advent season is so significant for me because it's a period where we are waiting for the coming of the messiah you know and we Mm. as today 21st century christians we are waiting for the second coming of the messiah so we can identify with what it is that um the first century christians were feeling you know the first century Mm. jews how, how they were feeling as they were anticipating the coming of the Messiah. And, and he comes obviously, you know, born as a baby. So at the end of the Advent season, we get to celebrate the fact that Jesus had come while we are still waiting um, for the second coming. So with, with, and I'm thinking how in the Advent season, because Advent is the start of the liturgical calendar that he comes and mm-hmm. then there's a part where he must die, you know? So I'm just thinking just even in, in, in how they are um, connected um that the advent happens right but then lent happens and then easter you know just how yeah. i'm thinking about just how everything works together because i think we can tend to sort of also celebrate these christian holidays in isolation easter comes you celebrate easter christmas yeah. comes you celebrate mm-hmm. christmas but i think these periods of, of 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 waiting and anticipating the before you know this when you sort of get into the I think getting into the spirit of length of 40 days of anticip- anticipation for Easter places so much more value mm. when Easter does come, you know, I find that, I don't know mm. if you've experienced that with Advent. I'm like in that because Advent is like three weeks or so 21 days leading up to Christmas. In those 21 days, by the time Christmas comes, you know, I've I've been hoping, I've been anticipating, I've been waiting, I've been actively waiting, not just sort of sitting around, mm-hmm. but like I've been active in the process of waiting, reading the devotionals and meditating on the scriptures and things like that. That when it comes, it means so much more. Um, and so I want Absolutely, for yeah. the sake of I want the same like that same thing with Easter as well. So that's that's also a reason why I'm committing to sort of yeah. go on on this lent journey but it's it's definitely it's proving to enrich my spiritual life if I'm honest um and I'm loving that yeah. I'm loving I'm that loving for us I'm loving it. <laughs>
0: yes and I think um for me it's um it's allowing me to feel all the feels you know like something that which with, has not
1: necessarily me. felt allowed quote-unquote in exactly yeah absolutely yes.
0: in the christian
1: scene mm.
0: yeah i love that and um in honoring jesus humanity it allows us to honor our humanity because mm. there's so many areas in our lives yes we're waiting for the second coming of the messiah but so many of us are waiting on other things as well mm-hmm. and and it allows us to wait it allows us um how um Lent is leading up to a to a death like it allows us that that period of of mourning mm. and then celebration mm. like it, it allows that that all these different emotions and feelings can can coexist you know mm. that we don't always have to look um or we don't only have to um emphasize the, the celebration part
1: yes. that all
0: the mm-hmm. other other emotions that that come with it are just as valid
1: I also think that it's it's an active embodiment of of Mm. those traditions right because again it can just be something in the calendar that comes and goes but in these seasons of active participation it becomes an embodiment like you you're you're going through it actively in preparation of it Mm. because I think another thing like that is common in our world is just quickly rushing past things, you know, Oh, this is happening tomorrow. Mm. Quick. It's sort of like a to-do list <laughs> Christmas must come and then Easter must come and these things must come. So I found that in, in, um, being curious and learning about these things and the liturgical calendar and going on the journey, um, It has helped me to actively participate in these um, faith traditions. It has helped me to physically embody, like, what what does it mean for me to anticipate the death of Jesus Christ, as opposed to on Easter saying, oh, it's Good Friday, Jesus died, you know, but actively, it gives me 40 (laughs) days to actively contemplate, you know, and to actively Mm. embody this, this, um, this, this practice in the faith. Because we, I mean, Easter we know Easter happens, and we we joke about it in, in the church world that um, Christmas and Easter the biggest attendance. They are those Christians we call a mm. certain. Are, for, there's a term someone said the the CEO Christians. They're the Christmas and Easter only <laughs> Christian. <laughs> if they come to church on Christmas, they come to church on Easter. You know, because again, mm. it becomes about the celebration of the thing, but mm. it's something that we know has happened. Whereas I find that the 40 days leading up to Easter or the 21 days leading up to Christmas is helpful in actively participating. Because sometimes you can think of such a distant thing. Okay, Jesus died. Now we're celebrating. Mm -hmm. But it actually, Mm -hmm. it locates us in the story. Yes. And I think it's just so powerful.
0: It is, it is. So what are you, um, what are you actively doing? that maybe people that
1: want to join can do mm, that is a very interesting question as well <laughs> <laughs> like i said so, i haven't landed on what to take up or what to give up but i actually read something mm-hmm. i'm going to read something from black G's. i feel like i've quoted hers before she wrote such a like she's she wrote a post explaining what is lent right so what i'm currently doing mm-hmm. maybe let me stop by saying what i'm currently doing is reading um different from different sources, what, how they Mm. interpret the Lent tradition, you know, what characterizes their Lent practices, sort of trying to get an understanding, but also not limiting it to like one Mm. voice or one perspective, but hearing from, from sort of different voices, different perspectives so that I can sort of find what it is that aligns mostly with my um, beliefs. Mm. Um, And this is what um, Black Liturgy posted. It says, Lent is a 40-day liturgical season that embodies a longing for liberation as well as a commitment to bear witness to the suffering of the world, right? As you were saying, literally, mm. it allows you to feel the feel. Mm. So it's a commitment to bear witness mm. to the suffering of the world. In many Christian traditions, Lent is a season to choose a desire or a practice to give up as a kind of sacrifice, but we can also consider taking up a new practice. What are practices we can commit to in, solidar- uh, in solidarity with those suffering? How will we bear witness to the dust? Lent is about existing in the pain of the world, not rushing past it towards some kind of spiritual toxic positivity. Wow. Right? There's a heaviness in the air. I suspect you feel it too. In Lent, we are reminded we are free to say so, free to give. Mm. So come, let us journey together that was free to grieve. Sorry. I think I said free to give, but yeah, free to grieve. So come let us journey together. And I think just pondering upon that and thinking about the reality that there is a war happening Mm. currently in the world, like this caused me to literally pause and to think deeply about how do we stand in solidarity with those who are suffering, you know, as Mm. a result of the war, how do we bear witness to the dust? What are the, what, you know, how in this in this season in this Lent season, I mean, it's very easy for us to talk about the brokenness in the world and and the suffering. But I think the war that's currently going on is very um is like a clear example. You know, like we it's yeah. we don't have to dig deep, we don't have to look far. Mm-hmm. So so something that mm-hmm. i that I'm thinking about is is what and this is also why I haven't landed on anything is what is a practice that I can give up or a practice that can take up that can be or constitute as standing in solidarity with those who are suffering as a result of the war. And I don't have an answer Mm. to that question, but that's something that has been on my heart. And I had a conversation with a friend in the week and she was telling me just how, like she's she's an empath, right? So she feels everybody's everything very deeply. And while she's based here in South Africa, she's Mm -hmm. been feeling like, she's been carrying the pain of the war in her heart. So she's struggling because, you know, Mm. she, 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 that is just how she is and so when I read this I sent it to her and I said to her because she was like I just you know I need to keep praying I don't know the Lord just needs to you know it's just sort of like I don't like feeling like this and I said to her that mm-hmm. I think it's very apt that you feel the way that you do at the time that you do because you are mm-hmm. actually yeah. you know what I mean she's standing in solidarity with those people and because of that that pain and that burden that she feels she is like constantly praying about it she's committed much of her day, day in and day out to spend time praying over these things. And I, and I think it's so apt, you know, that even before she thought about it as a, something to take up or whatever for Lent, it's something that has just been born in her spirit by virtue of her work with God and how she is as, 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 as a a person. Mm. So she's, I, I, I was encouraging her to, to exist in the pain rather than sort of seeking the solution because like Yo, I'm so tired of this if I'm feeling like this I'm feeling like this I'm feeling like this but I don't want to and I said to her well there is this is this is what this lens is about and I think it's so ab so rather than trying to sort of resolve it or get out of the pain and sort of you know get to the to the end of it or you stop feeling the pain I said I think it's a good mm-hmm. time to actually stand in solidarity with those who are suffering that's so, so good so good yeah. I, I, I don't know. What about you? <laughs> All that to say, I don't know guys. What a long idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I feel the same. Um, And I'm reading, I'm actually on black liturgies right now reading. And I love that. She says um, that it's a, that Lent is about existing in the pain of the world and not rushing mm, past it. Mm. And I think that um, as you said, that the, the wars, you know, a great example of the pain that is in the world but also when we look at our own country mm. you know there's there's so much pain like we don't even need to look far no we don't need to far, look across far, the just,
1: border but, honestly you don't even need to look absolutely and yes. let's
0: be and exactly and and I I I love that she's also says that it's um that we are we are reminded in length we are reminded that we are free to grieve mm-hmm. and um not rush towards some positive talk tox- uh, spiritual toxicity, spiritual, toxicity. Or spiritual toxic positivity mm. and um yeah i think so i think that that's also something i i love that you shared this because i hadn't seen it mm. um so i think that's something that i'll I'm going to be pondering on mm-hmm. as well and in, in this lent season and how am I, like, what practice am I going to take up or give up in mm-hmm. an attempt to, to, you know, to exist in the, pain yeah, of in, the solidar- world well. in solidarity.
1: Yeah. And I think yeah. it's so easy to, yeah. it's very easy for us to, um, I always speak about the difference between like ch- acts of charity and acts of justice, you know, it's, it's, it can mm-hmm. be so much more convenient to be charitable Rather than to mm. seek justice or to, you know what I mean. So it can be easy for us to, to sort of skip past standing in solidarity with people, to skip past um embodying the pain and embodying the grief, and you know, and 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 all those mm. things. It can be easier for us to sort of, ah, uh, you know, let me reach out to this and this person. Let me make a kind and generous donation. And I'm not speaking ill of that, but I'm saying there's so much value in, in being able to stand in solidarity. Because again, I read, so I read, um paper about something about withness so rather than witness i think it was the power of withness and it was it was attesting to the fact that Mm -hmm. tip it was speaking more so about christian witness versus this idea of withness where we like to sort of go to people and you know preach at them or bring stuff to them and this Mm -hmm. and that and the other we sort of um live in a society where we want to sort of bring solutions to people so we in our ivory tower sort of figure out oh this community needs this and <laughs> and the other and then we bring whatever solution we think they need and then we keep it moving and so this 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 author of this paper he's talking about um about being the ministry of witness so being with it like physically in solidarity with those people and like in the case of a war obviously i understand we can't necessarily be in ukraine but let's say, for example, you have a neighbor who maybe lost a job, cannot put food on the table, rather than trying to sort of make up your own mind about what it is that you can do for them, spending actually time with them to actually establish, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. ministering to them with your presence, but also that presence then gives way for you to actually do the right things or to, to help them in a way that is suitable to them rather than quickly just you making up a thing in your mind, you know? And I think often we skip past that process, the ministry of witness, to sort of just quickly, okay, there's hunger in this community, let's quickly give them bread and then keep it moving. But I think the way that the ministry of withness is, is set up is that you're being changed as well, you know? You're, you're being changed as you stand in solidarity. And I think as well that when we get, Better at standing in solidarity with the suffering and the oppressed and those that are on the other end of injustice. I think it it, it burns a fire inside of us that does not allow comfort anymore. You know, now you can't be okay mm-hmm. with people getting paid minimum wage. You can't be okay with certain systemic um ills and all these things because you have seen, you have experienced. It's no longer just a thing that you can quickly. You know, okay, we're gonna send a hundred rand and then they'll be fine. But once you've been in solidarity and you've been close enough, and, and and I'm I'm trying not to use the word proximity because I've heard um there's there's a I think Reverend Aganisiban she was saying like proximity you can go to the zoo and be in proximity to the animals right? but <laughs> Jesus Jesus was incarnate you know he lived in the flesh of a human and and that's you know that's how mm-hmm. he his, his death was able to be um it was significant because he lived in the flesh of a human. He wasn't at the zoo looking at animals. He became one, you know, with us. So I think there's Mm. so much power in that. And I think the life of Jesus models that, you know, he lived in solidarity with humanity for the time that he was here. And so by embodying our Mm. sin and dying the death that we deserve, like it's no small thing. And so I wonder if our Christianity was marked by, by that kind of solidarity, how different it would be. And I think something like Lent gives us the opportunity be intentional about Mm. standing in solidarity with those who are suffering and as i talk about this i'm thinking about many other practices that i could take up give up (laughs) um as it pertains to actually being in solidarity what does that look like you know how do i in these 40 days stand in solidarity with those who are suffering yeah changes everything
0: that's a big question
1: yeah it does it changes everything blowing my mind yeah it's changing my mind blowing my mind it's changing my (laughs) mind as i think i'm like oh maybe you know i don't know i need to rethink my whole thing but yeah so help us god basically so help us god and also
0: i love the thing about um going to your neighbor and actually hearing what it is that they need rather than you deciding because mm. i think that that has like an element of pride in like how why do you think that you know what other people need better especially than they know at especially,
1: especially at a distance especially at a distance. distance
0: yeah
1: yeah especially yeah. at a distance so i'm yeah i'm challenged by the by length the practice of Lent. um yeah who knows what you know will look like an experience in the 40 days that's coming. But I think I think we have a good opportunity. I think we lose nothing from being in solidarity with those that are suffering. I think it, it has the capacity to grow our faith in ways mm-hmm. that perhaps living in privilege or far from, from suffering and oppression mm-hmm. can. Um, also in, in ways that celebrations and joy and all those good things that we love you know, it, it, it has a way to form our faith in a way that is different to that. And I mean, we yeah. love both, you know, but I think there's an importance in doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to lend or not to lend, it too <laughs> Oh, absolutely to <laughs> lend.
0: After <I> that. <laughs> that
1: was a trick question. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You of course uh, 10 out of 10 do you have any other thoughts I have... sorry i interrupted you um
0: no it's chilled um no i just my mind is blown i'm excited i think i was excited like when i was thinking of this episode topic but now mm-hmm. after this conversation i'm even more excited to dig deep and yeah same. um and also i think um consider how me practicing length is beneficial to the community, my community mm. as well, and not just me. And mm. I think that's something that in the past two years that we've we've tried to be very intentional about, not focusing mm-hmm. on our personal piety, mm. but also like how how do we love our our neighbor well. mm. And mm-hmm. um and I, I don't th- I think that um, before this it was you know when I was thinking of length it was about um, practicing self-control you know or, mm. um, or how mm. I can practice I can um, have a sacrifice orientated mm. or self-sacrifice like, like, yeah, yeah. An, again yes, pointing towards your personal piety mm. absolutely and now I'm um, thinking that like, you know that how taking like being in solidarity with those that are suffering those that mm. are in pain can actually be a practice that i take up mm. and that is not just beneficial. It, it will absolutely be beneficial for me but not only me yes you
1: know? yes me, yes <laughs> and that's that's exactly <laughs> you it this. you're right that's exactly it it becomes about the, the the communal benefit because also jesus's death isn't wasn't just you know so he could go sit at the right hand of the father you know, that yes, his death yeah. and resurrection sort of took him out of his human frailty and took him back to, to to sit at the right hand of the Father. But it was so that there would be um, grace for all, right? So how much more as we are waiting and anticipating um, the death and the resurrection of Christ, you know, how much more can... can and, I, and this is something that we always think about. You and I talk about this a lot, is how can our faith... Um, contribute to the well-being of society. Mm, Yes. And if they're saying it, then and there are many things, you know, but I think this is another opportunity that as we stand in solidarity with those who are suffering and oppressed. Um, that we would embody sort of this coming death of Jesus, but that it would also cause us to be able to celebrate the resurrection with a renewed perspective. It's not just heroes again, and we're quoting all the scriptures, and then it's a superficial understanding Mm. of the faith, but that it actually becomes an embodied practice, but also an embodied practice that Mm. is not happening in isolation from the community, but is actually entrenched in society and making a real change yeah. in society because i would hate i anything that resembles a faith that exists in a silo a faith that is only effective in the religious sphere of life <laughs> i'm like mocking me absent thank you very much what's the point so I'm now i'm, I'm venting <laughs> but <laughs> yeah this has been such a fun conversation um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I feel enriched mm-hmm. by it, and I also feel the pressure Same. to to dig deep um, into understanding and 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 pursuing you know pursuing an understanding of this, but also figuring out what it is that mm-hmm. God would have me do over the next. It's less than forty now, but over the next couple of days, thirty-five. 35 <laughs> there we go, thirty-five to be exact. Um, I'm very keen to see what that would look like mm, mm. and I'm also very encouraged not to procrastinate figuring out what that would look like because procrastination is a real thing hallelujah Jesus <laughs> yes 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 um, but if you have no other thoughts I do. shall I wrap this little baby up you can you can go ahead Love um, it. thank you um... <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you thank you ma'am thank you if if you if you enjoyed our conversation please feel free to join the conversation with us on instagram i always say this and i mean it every time i say it no jokes that the purpose of this podcast is to extend the conversation beyond us um to because we as i say again quite frequently we can have this back and forth all day every day we typically do in our everyday lives and so we've decided to extend the conversation because we are curious about different perspectives. We want to grow um, and not just remain, you know, in, in what we think and how we see things, but we want to continue to be enlarged and also just share this with our community. So please feel free to, um, to engage with us on our Instagram at TFC underscore podcast. You can tell us what your thoughts and your feels are about Lent. Tell us what you're learning. Tell us what you're giving up. Um, what process you're on, when you got acquainted with the practice of Lent, what your thoughts are towards Easter, anything of that nature. Um, We are happy to learn from you always, right? Because we don't Mm -hmm. necessarily think we have all the answers ever because, you know, Um, but yeah, engage with us on Instagram. Um, You can, I don't know what are the other things, it's milling guys every day. This troubles me.
0: This podcast uh, share option. share this podcast with friends. Yes,
1: share the podcast and with friends. Let's grow the conversation. Share the podcast review. Is there a review option? Yes, you can review, you can
0: review. You can you can review on Apple Podcast. There we go. Um, you can subscribe
1: and follow us on Apple Podcast and uh Spotify. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's right see guys, that's why you need friends in your life <laughs> the bible says two are better than one and i can testify because it dribbles me every single time but yeah we're happy to engage with you we look forward to it and we will see you in our next conversation bye Bye-bye.